listening to She's a Powerhouse. My name is Holly Calloway, and I'm here to share with you some stories of ordinary women who have done some extraordinary things in hopes that you'll get comfortable being uncomfortable, be okay with pushing your boundaries, and do some extraordinary things yourself. Hey, welcome back to another episode of She's a Powerhouse. Today we have with us Haley Passy, who runs the Zesty CEO. I came across Haley, I think, in another... Y'all... If you're not in the world of Facebook uh, boss mom type groups and like the crazy network that that kind of thing is, first of all, it's it's a blessing and a curse. And second of all, you meet the coolest people like bouncing around from one thing to the other. So I found Haley, I think through one of those groups, ended up in her group. Um, and we've had a little bit of conversation back and forth here and there, but I've just been watching everything that she's been doing for ages. And so when we started the podcast, I was like, all right, top five, we need to have Haley on the show. And so I reached out and thank goodness we're finally in a space where we're both in like a good and have a good time frame to sit down and talk to each other. And I'm so, so excited. So Haley, what's CEO. Welcome to the show, ma'am. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to finally be here. <laughs> I love that. We had so much back and forth with one thing and then another. So this is such a blessing. Um, so first of all, I've watched, I've watched you. This is the fun thing about when your whole life is on social media, when you did, a, when you do a really good job of the personal branding, right. And like being that personality. And that's part of what like gets your marketing across. I've watched you go from making, you know, five figures to six figures to like teaching one thing to the next, to the next, as you were learning things and could teach out of experience. It's been so much fun to watch all of that happening. Tell me about Zesty CEO, like where you got started and what it is that you do, who you help what that problem is that you solve. Okay. So I actually started, um, with a social media marketing agency. I owned my own agency, um, which well, it was super fun and super crazy because it was a solo agency, right. With like me and my husband behind the wheel trying to manage like 15, I think we had 15, I think our max clients was 18 at one point, And it was, oh my a, goodness. it was a little insane. Um, but then I realized I felt like I, this calling, like this tugging on my heart, you need to be coaching. And I had so many of my clients were asking me like, Hey, can you help me with my messaging? Hey, can you help me with my offer design? Hey, can you help me figure out how to be like more visible or, Hey, I don't want the full, I don't want someone to manage it for me. I want to be like in my power on social media and start monetizing, you know, the stuff I know. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, and people kept asking that for months and months and months. And I had this moment where I was like, mm, no, <laughs> nobody is going to want to be coached. Cause at the time I think I was 22. I was like, nobody wants to be coached by a 22 year old woman. Like that's not a thing. So we're just going to keep tracking it along with the agency. But then, um, I had this like mental health episode where I was like, I can't do this agency anymore. It's too much. I was so burned out and we moved in, we moved across, we were living in Arizona. We moved across to Georgia and, um, we moved in with my parents because we had no money because we had closed the doors of our agency and it came back and was like, Hey, like it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time. And that was when I finally buckled down and decided I want to help women fully monetize their magic online. I want to help them show up in their power. And I want to show women like the potency of social media for their business. So kind of a crazy road that led to this point, but I love that. And, um, tell me about your, 
I, I love this because I have one, right? Like I love her, like connecting with you about this, about your Facebook community and like how powerful that is because those women are so cool. And, and just like how you built that around the market that you were looking to serve. Right. Right. I started this community back when we just had the agency, right? There were only like a couple hundred women in there when I was running the agency and I would run every once in a while, be like, oh, let's do a little course, $47, come in here for five days. I'm going to teach you this specific thing. Right. So I did that. Um, and we only had a couple hundred women in there, but what happened was when I transitioned into coaching because of the community that had been cultivated, it was like, 60 days later, I had my first five figure month. Right. So that was incredible. But also like the transformations that were happening just inside of the free community were mind blowing. Right. These women were coming in and be like, Oh, I finally had my first, you know, five K month. I finally, you know, sold out of an offer. I finally, and it was just from the free content and, and the value and the support that was happening inside of that community, which is so next level. Like we, I love I love women. I love women, right? Like we get into a community together and we're able to create like the most powerful ripple effect, like the most powerful up leveling together. I love like the rising tide raises all boats mm-hmm. and that happens inside of the Zesty CEO community, like again and again and again and again. And I'm like, that was what really lit my fire was having that community. That's what really lit my heart, my fire for coaching. So I love that so much. So tell me about who it is. And I love you say when you help women monetize their magic, do you work primarily with like online service providers or who is it exactly that you're kind of trying to narrow down in on in that little community? So I work with mainly coaches. Now I work with women who want to take knowledge that they have and turn around and create a six figure, multiple six figure business online. That's Absolutely amazing. And I love that you've niched down, niched down, whatever. Um, we always we always talk about niches make rich bitches, and then somebody calls it a niche. And then my brain goes, niches make riche beaches. And I cannot get over how Dr. Susie it sounds. And it makes me like it just makes my heart so happy. Um <laughs> uh, so tell me a little bit about um when you were in the marketing, when you had the marketing company and that burnout you know what that feeling is. Like, you know what it's like to just be done. What did you learn about in doing that company that's kept you from burning out with this company? Oh my gosh. I love this (laughs) question so much. I learned to stop giving my power away. When you're a service. And so I don't like, I obviously my focus is on women who want to monetize their knowledge and, and their experience, but I do serve, like I have a few OBMs that I work with, a few social media marketers, a few, you know, just a couple, a handful of them. And I think that in that space, it's in a service provider space, or even in the coaching space, it's really easy to hear like the big gurus online say, you have to do it this way or you won't be successful. Mm-hmm. And when you do it someone else's way, right? That is customized for them and their energy and their personality. It doesn't work. Right? It might work for like a little bit. Thank you. But then all of a sudden you're like, I don't feel like myself. Mm -hmm. Which then leads to like this spiral. And all of a sudden your energy is off and you're like off kilter and you're doing, still doing the things, trying to apply with strategy. And I am sure you're like, you can relate to experiencing this because we all do it in entrepreneurship. And that beginning like, 
the beginning, like the, probably the first two stages of your business. <laughs> yep. like, oh my gosh, I have to do it this way. And then it feels overwhelming and then burnout happens. Yeah. So I, I realized that I had to do, like, I had to lean in to my magic. I had to lean in to the things that I knew were really potent and powerful for me and felt easy. I feel like it's a lesson. Yes. I love that so much. I feel like it's a lesson, um, that's like necessary to learn. Like you want to save everybody from having that experience. And at the same time, you're like, it's, you're just going to happen because when you very first start and there's nobody gives you like every, you do your entire life to everybody that, you know, somebody tells you how to do school here. You need to do this to get an A, you need this many A's to get, you know, this percentage, and then you need this to graduate. And like, we all play by all of these like strict rules. Right. And then you get into a job and they tell you how to do your job and this will cause disciplinary action, but you can get away with this. And like, we all have those boundaries and then you get into business for yourself and there's no boundaries. And the first thing we do is go, somebody tell me how to do this. Like just somebody give me some rules. Somebody show me how this works. And when somebody tells you like, oh, like it's different for everybody. We're like, no, I need you to tell me how to do the thing because I don't know any other way. And so like, it's almost a lesson you have to learn where you're like, oh, I tried it someone else's way and this part of it worked and that part of it didn't. So maybe if I just change this part and you kind of have to like step into that, the power, I love that, that you use that sort of that verbiage, you step into that power of oh, I can, I can be me and do it my way and take pieces from everybody and put it all together. And eventually that'll work. And it's all trial and error. And as I don't know about you, but as a person who tends to be very nurturing, I really want to save people from the pain of having to find the wrong things first. And I can't like, I just know that I can go like, this is my best suggestion. It might still be wrong for you. Right. Like as a strategist, I can go, we should try this strategy. There's a chance you're going to hate it. And no matter how good the strategy is, if you don't love it, it's not going to work. So like finding that and like, I always want to save them from the bad ones. And at the same time, I know I, I just, I can't, I cannot save you. I really understand that. I remember them like trying to micromanage all of my clients results in the beginning. Right. And then like being able to actually like what brought me back to my power was recognizing they also are powerful women. They're big girls. Right. Like mama doesn't need to tie the shoelaces anymore, you know? (laughs) Exactly. And doesn't that just feel like such a relief to you to be able to step back and be like, that's not on me. Mm -hmm. I gave it to them. And like, I just like, I will let them go and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And figuring out how much of that space they need for themselves too. Oh yes. I love, I love, love, love all of that. So walk me backwards. Um, I wrote down finding Forrester in the the movie finding Forrester. This, this kid finds some like, acclaimed author on accident and the the author gets him to write, gets the kid to write, but he starts by like copying the first two pages of this man's like brilliant book. And then this kid's teacher finds it. And it reminds me of like, when you have to go, okay, do it my way for a minute. And then you'll figure out your way, the way that he wrote those first two pages and like float off into his own story. Anyway, that doesn't, that's not really here nor there. I just like wrote the note. And if I didn't go back to it, my brain was going to just be like a flashing light until I did. Um, so you though, walk me back with you to, um, your closing down the agency, going with your husband, moving in with your parents, that time frame. I want to sit in that for a minute and I know it's not pleasant, but like that reality, because I don't think a lot of people recognize entrepreneurship seems like a fairy tale to so many people. Like I get a lot of that. Oh, it must be nice. 
you're so lucky, um, whatever, like, oh, that's, you know, it's neat. You can just take a day off when you want to. And you're like, that's not actually true. Kind of, but also like, I'm still in charge of stuff when I come back, like it doesn't just go away sort of thing. But I don't think they get often enough that it, it's still, it's just choosing a different kind of hard. You know what I mean? It's yep. so like, go, go back into that. And what that little time frame was like getting back into running a different type of business. Yeah. So I, I, it was really trying to collect my thoughts on this, but, <laughs> um, I, it was a really tough time for me. It was a really tough time. I felt like a failure. Like I, I had been the breadwinner for our family for like a year actually two years, right? My husband had had a job, but it was, you know, minimum wage job, just doing something he really loved to do. And he was also a student full-time and he still is a student, um, which is awesome. But I, I had, I felt like a complete failure. Like I, we had, we were making like $8,000 a month, you know, like six figure years. It was great. Everything was supposed to be working out, but I literally could not hold it any longer. I couldn't hold it any longer. And it was probably because, and entrepreneurship is hard. I love it. Like choose your heart, choose your heart. It's a different kind of heart. Choose your heart. I believe that entrepreneurship is something that allows me to live my life more in alignment than being in a nine to five job. hundred percent. And that's different for everyone. Right. But what I had been doing in my agency was not me living in alignment. It was me living as what I thought was what I was supposed to do. It was almost more security. In my mind, it was more security, right? Like I find a client and they pay me every month and they never stop paying me because, you know, they need management all the time. They need clients all the time. And coaching to me was like, I work with them for a certain amount of weeks and then they stop paying me after a minute, right? Which is so funny to me now because a lot of my clients just, always work with me. Like they don't stop working with me. They're not going anywhere. It's fine. They're not going anywhere anytime soon, which is so fun. Yeah. But I, I like that leap of faith was the pivotal moment. Like me recognizing, okay, I am no longer living in alignment. I had, I was being eaten alive by imposter syndrome and what I was doing. I was like, I not making money anymore, but here I am. I'm just going to, you know, take this leap into coaching and say, I can help you make money. I know that. I know that. Yeah. So it, it was, it was a really dark time and, but it led to like the most epic experience of my life. Right. Like right. we, and this business is my soul on fire. I love that so much. I saw you post, um, I saw you post the other day about what was something you said just triggered this memory. Oh, now I need to back up to what you were saying. Like just prior to that, you opening yourself to receiving the thing Mm -hmm. to like saying that I am worthy of having it. It might've even been today. I don't remember when I saw that. Um, Again, so many times I get the, um, yeah, that's great in theory. Like people think that, or like, how do I do that when I'm in this space of like, how do you talk about abundance 
when there just isn't, there actually isn't enough. Like there truly isn't enough. How do you open yourself up to receiving those things? What was that like little click for you? What was the thing where you were like, okay, so even if it's not today, like I believe that I am worthy of this. So it actually wasn't just the shifting of belief. Like I believe I'm worthy of this. It was, you know what? I have nothing to lose. I'm in this no matter what, no matter what. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to start believing that I'm worthy of it's. I know this is eventually going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing can prove to me that it can't. So I'm going to be in this no matter what. I like that. I like that. Like I'm not backing out. It's mm-hmm. not like a fun side thing and we'll see if it works. It's I'm in it. Mm-hmm. It's not like, yeah. it's not maybe it'll work. It's when and how and, mm-hmm. and changing that mindset of not just will it work, but how is this going to work or why did this work? Um, somebody gave me that little like mindset trick one time. It's when you project something as a manifestation, like it, like it's already happened instead of saying like to your brain, how did I do that? You say, why did that thing happen? Because of how your brain starts looking for clues that it will or did. Um, and like the manifestation of it is really interesting in the way that all of the, like the neurons fire and all the things that work. Um, I absolutely love that to death. So, uh, tell me, well, first of all, I feel like congratulations are in order because there was something under contract. Is that, <laughs> is that still true? The Patsy Palace is finally coming to fruition. <laughs> oh, I love this so much. And the, where, like where you are, the housing market is not any easier than where I am. It sounds like, <laughs> oh my gosh. We have seen like probably a total of 15 houses. We put in four different offers. Every offer that we got passed on, like 50K over asking price, full cash offers, no contingencies. (laughs) Right? You're like, what on earth market do we live in? But now there's a thing and it checks your boxes. Are you guys just over the moon? It's so cool. Over the moon. So cool to watch how all of your stuff has grown. And I love that. Like the women in your community are so happy for you. Like, this is what I love about women communities is that. So like none of them are, are in that, like, must be nice. Like you've managed to build a community who are like, just really fucking excited for you. And I think that's amazing. What is it about working with women that sort of like lights your on lights you on fire? Cause I'm same love working with women. What is it about those communities that you love so much? Oh man, I, I, so I actually did not in the beginning love working with women. Like I have being like, let's connect. Like my social media marketing agency was mainly men that I worked with because they were like the results, the things, you know, like very boom, boom, boom. It's like, let's do it. <laughs> I can so much easier with all the structure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Do that. Um, but then when I really started working with women and I started, I love women for the fact that like we're able to feel things and those feelings are really powerful and they are really powerful for powering a business, right? Like when you can tell a brand feels, when you can tell someone feels something about a specific topic, Mm -hmm. it becomes so much more potent and powerful. So when I was able to like start positioning in that, right. And helping women feel into their brilliance, and feel into the things that they're good at and start recognizing their own power. It's like, oh my gosh, like women are the changers of the world. We know this, like they are the ones who can really make a difference mm-hmm. because like 
we feel things. We feel things. We tap into the human more than the robot, right? That we're expected to be in the corporate world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. That that is what I love most about working with women is that they can tap into feeling. And And that spreads so fast. Like Mm -hmm. that fire, women, women tapping into that spreads to the next woman. And that's why those communities of women for me are so huge is because, and then the days where you feel like you're almost lacking that you can just kind of go tap into the rest of it and be like, need somebody, I need to borrow. Can I borrow a little fire? (laughs) <laughs> for today. Can I borrow a little bit of this? Cause nice. I'm, I'm going to get for me. <laughs> yes. Just a tiny bit. Um, I love when women, well, I love when women period. Um, but also <laughs> I, I love that women lead with intuition. Like, I think that's huge. I think men who lead with intuition are some of the most powerful leaders in, oh in there, right. When they can tap into that, but women do it so much more intuitively. Like we tap into our intuition intuitively. Like that's where we go first. And then that's sort of like trained out of us. So I love that about, yeah. And I can, I mean, I can see that in you and I can see that in your stuff. And when you talk about alignment and knowing what is and isn't in alignment and feeling that, that is, this is just the beauty of, of the the female community truly. Um, That is so fantastic. So tell me where you're headed next with Zesty CEO. I keep watching you do like the climb what's next? I love There's that. a podcast, okay. which is freaking awesome. And so then what's after that? So, um, we've got a huge, like some huge stuff in the works that I'm really excited about, um, up and coming, but I, it's been like the past couple of months have been focused on building a team because things are about to get huge. Right. Like so cool. I, there's, there's almost this swell of women who are like, let's get online. Let's make money online. Like, let's take the, all the stuff that I know, all the experience I've walked through. I want to help the people. And they're going to come into the Zesty CEO community to do that, right. To put it out there. And I'm so excited for everything that's coming down the line. There's going to be a lot more focus on the being right. The alignment, the stepping into becoming the kind of woman who makes six figures in her business, who makes multiple six figures and does that with ease. Um, so that's really what's coming down the pipeline. And we've obviously, we've got some, a new, some new programs coming up around that, which will be super fun. And our website will be officially launching yes. <laughs> probably, probably before this ever goes live. So. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so glad. I am so glad. Um, that's, I miss course creation. It's gotten, it's one of those things that I, I truly like, um, we were looking the other day at like what things bring you joy and then what things make you feel successful and trying to like cross over those two things. And then there's just only so much time in the day. Right. So a lot of the things that I do, we, our team went from two to 12 in like a month and a half, just like blew up because we needed it to. I was, I couldn't be the one person wearing all 12 hats anymore. And so now we've got 12 people wearing 12 different hats, which is beautiful. Um, Love it. but that, Um, yeah, that, that part of me that still, we're doing a symposium in August that I'm really excited about. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to teach a couple of the breakout sessions. And our event planner was like, that's a very bad idea. Like you're, you're, (laughs) she's like, I love you. Um, you know how worn you already are and it's months out. That's a terrible idea. And then I looked at my lists and I was like, okay, but like the top of my list of things that bring me joy is teaching. Like I'm, and then I look at things like course creation that we don't do a ton of anymore because of the way things are structured. And I'm like, oh, I missed that. Like, I love that. And I love that that's coming. Like, I love that you're still doing programs and like, 
just women need it. And that's such a beautiful, amazing, awesome thing. Um, so I want to give you just a huge shout out, uh, Zesty CEO y'all. If you are on Facebook, if you're a woman, if you're an entrepreneur, go check out Haley. She's got some amazing stuff going on. Apparently there's going to be a website, which is great. Um, go look at, go look at her website, her programs. Um, if you're a coach of any kind, I would, I just, I can't recommend her highly enough. I've seen the difference that she makes in women's lives and she's doing phenomenal things. And when you are a woman leader who can recognize other women leaders, like she is phenomenal at that. So, um, go check her out and Haley, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. She's going to hang on with me for a little while and we're going to talk to the inner circle, um, about some of her expertise. If you want in on that, go to powerhousepod.co, join the inner circle women only. Sorry um, male presenting or, or identifying it's only, it's only for the ladies. However, if you want to come learn from us, that's the best way to do it. Um, you can also see all of our past shows and everything that we have events wise coming up. So Haley, thank you so, so much. You've been an absolute gem. Thanks for having me. It was so fun to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely.